you so much for coming through. Today is our 250th episode of the Spawn On Me podcast. Shout out to everybody in the room who came through today. Um, it means, again, like, you have no idea what it means to us to be able to be like, yo, people came through to the show and have listened for the past almost five years. Um, it has been fantastic to be able to have my, my brother over here, Cicero, rock with me for all this time uh, and to be able to kind of build something uh, out of nothing, which has been super, super dope. I don't know you, son. Nah, don't make me cry, son. It is not the time. I would throw up a Bricago block <laughs> and be like, yo, there'll be no tears up in this piece. Um, but again, it's been like an amazing ride so far. We've had a fantastic uh, couple of years riding with this thing. Um, and it is the culmination of uh, being able to do this show here live at PAX this year. Uh, so again, thank you to everybody for coming through. Uh, and I'm here to rock with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who makes bourbon look good. It is that cat from Chicago, from the south side of Chicago. Oh, nice. I'm just going to add him to the south side of Chicago. I'm going to fuck. I'm still alive. What? I didn't say you got <laughs> shot in Chicago. I said you were from the South Side of Chicago. See, okay. that's that was racist. Yeah, it might be. Might be. Common is still added. Alive. Added people getting shot to the whole conversation. Yeah. Cicero Holmes, how are you doing, sir? I am doing well. Uh, I am Cicero Holmes, aka Stubby Stan, aka the Bruce Wayne of Chicago. Where does he get those wonderful toys? AKA the Baron of Bourbon. I am not drinking bourbon right now. <laughs> I am not. That was a PG-13 bourbon. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so uh, what's up, Pax? This is my first time in Seattle. Uh, yeah. Yo, shout, out to, shout out to the Emerald City. Chicago has invaded the Emerald City, and I'm loving it. I'm fucking loving it. Yo, yo, uh, yo, this is dope, son. Yo. This is dope, son. So, so a little bit of backstory. We did our, you know, when we did our first shows, we had a list that yes. we were like, yes. we yes. want to have, you know what, then you know what, then you do that. All right, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So, so, so we, we did our first show, and before we did our sh first show, we had a bunch of things that we wanted to talk about, or, or, or like pie in the sky, what's, what's uh, the pie in the sky things that we want to do? Um, we had our uh, secret list of guests, um, and we managed to, to, Right off the bat, take the first guest off of our list. Um, I said, hey, you know who would be dope? Dave Fenoy would be dope to have on the show. Yeah. And our very first guest was Dave Fenoy. Um, and I remember that conversation uh, when I sent an email to Dave Fenoy's people and Dave Fenoy himself uh, responded back to me and then I called Ka and I was dancing in my kitchen. Like, yo, Dave Fenoy called me, he gave me his number, blah, 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 and we had Dave Fenoy on the show, and it was great, uh, but there was a snowstorm in Brooklyn, and Kai's internet was all fucked up, and, and like, we just felt like bad, we just didn't know what we were doing. Then, along in that conversation, we, we talked about pie-in-the-sky dreams of things that we would love to do. Yep. This is what Kai said. Kai said, I would love to get us to a point where we could be on the couch at Giant Pomp for E3. Mm -hmm. Guess where Khalif was at E3 uh, this year? He was sitting on the fucking Giant Bomb couch. Wow. Yeah. Then, then we also, we talked about, you know, oh he man. Really I was really trying to make me cry. I, I was like, 
I was like, hey man, um, you know, what else, what else would you, he was like, yo, you know what? I would love to be able to do a live show one day at a place like, we could do it like PAX or something like that. Mm -hmm. That would be dope. Hand to God, this was, this was the conversation that we had. And here we are, here we are today at PAX. Um, so, I mean, it, it, like, when you put your work in, when you persevere, and you put out a, a product that people like, um, and, you, and you speak your truths, anything can happen. Um, and when you've got somebody over here who continues to push, um, and you have someone that's as handsome as me, then, then things, will, things will happen. Dreams will Dream come true. So, and it's been a really interesting almost five years where we've figured out ways to kind of push through, push through some doors that were closed, yeah. um, rep for people that we love, and, and rep for a community that rocks with us, um, while trying to do something that people hate in the gaming industry, which is talk about politics, race, sex. Right. Uh, all that stuff. So it's been um, amazing to be able to do that work and have people rock with it and, and stick with it. And uh, again, it's been amazing to have you all rock with us. You know, you know what else is crazy? What? Um, I, had, I had no gray hair by the, so, by when we did the first word, show. Word. Yeah, you had no gray hair. I had no gray hair. I had um, hair. <laughs> I don't know about that. Don't let him. Don't, oh don't get gas, y'all. Don't get gas. Yeah, really happy. Taco um, meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so uh, two things I'll let you guys know about today, right now. So, uh, I first saw Khalif today, about five minutes ago, right outside the door. Um, that's when Khalif and I saw each other. Um, and this is what, the fifth time? Yeah, we've actually seen each other. We've in been place. in the same space together. Yeah. So, that shit's crazy. Yeah. It, tells, it tells you the cool things you can do on the, over the internet. Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Don't, don't let any, anyone ever tell you that you can't do dope shit, right. even if you're not in the same space. Right. Because that's a lie. Yeah. You can definitely do stuff like that yeah. and make it dope. Yeah. Um, but besides us and besides the show, yes. um, I wanted to bring on two cats yes. with us for our 250th. Oh, we've got guests. Yeah, we have guests. Oh, of course oh, we okay. do. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right. I was like, yo, that's dope when just like fans just roll up on the stage yeah, and chill yeah, and sit next to you. I mean, it happened, it happened at the Carter's concert, so I mean, why not, why not at, in Bricago? I'll have my little mom moment and just roll up on right, stage right, and start right. dancing. <laughs> what you gonna York. do, Jay? What you gonna do, Jay? You gonna kick me off? <laughs> nah. Um, we got two cats on the stage with us today. Two folks that I really love what they've done in the gaming industry. And two folks who I think are absolutely the future of this shit in a real way. Um, we have my man from OK Beast, Blessing Adioye Jr. Shout out to that man right there. Yo, what's up? Yeah. Heavy hitters in the building. And my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who loves Malcolm Jamal Warner like nobody else. It is the Grand Pooh Bear. My man, Dave Hunt, one of the dopest, one of the best, speedrunners on the goddamn planet. Yes. And one of the best Twitch streamers on the goddamn planet. Shout out to you, Grand Poover. What's up? How you doing? Good to be back. My, my third time here in Bricago. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. There are very few people who have been on the show for three, three, yes. three shows. Yeah. 
So I want to get into a little bit of introductions for both of you. I want you to kind of give people in the audience, people in Chicago, a little bit of taste of what you do and, and talk about the kind of stuff you've been putting out in the world. Uh, Blessing, shout out to you first for being the, 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 the kind of funny prom king. Yep. It's me, the king. Yo. <laughs> the king. Re really quick before Blessing goes into his, into his thing, he has the dopest profile picture of anybody on the planet right now. I feel like it is something that should be on a billboard 20 feet, 200 feet in, in the sky because it is so fire. Uh, Blessing, tell everybody about OK Beast. So OK Beast uh, is a website that I started a couple years ago. Uh, it involves me, uh, the homie Alex, the homie Ian, they're both in the crowd, shout out to Alex and Ian, uh, our friend Brandon Wilson and our friend Moises. Uh, it's essentially kind of like, it's kind of your everyday editorial site, right? We do articles, we do podcasts, uh, and we do video essays. Uh, we just try to give our, our own opinion, have a unique perspective, and do us. It's like the whole thing. Word yeah, yeah. One, one of the things that I first uh, recognized Blessings from was um, they did a couple of video essays, and we were trying to figure out how to get into, into the video side of things. And I was like, for the first time, I'm very picky about people who I like, will co-sign, very picky about people who I will shout out. And I was like, yo, these cats from OK Beast are doing shit that I want to do. Yeah, and you. they are doing work that is way above what most cats who get and say that they're doing dope shit do. Um, so it's always awesome to be able to see cats like Blessing and the rest of the OKB's crew kind of pushing forward and making dope stuff. So that's, that's super awesome. Yeah, the, the thing that blew my mind, because I had you on OK Beast a few weeks ago, uh, and we talked about a little bit about like, okay, how did uh, OK Beast and Spotomy kind of connect? And you said, I think you said you, you saw uh, or you, you found us through a retweet from Tim Gettys of Kind of Funny. He like retweeted my Sonic video. Yep. And that blew my mind because I was like, yo, what are the chances that like Tim Gettys retweets a random tweet of mine and all of a sudden here I am. And so like, it's crazy. I'm telling you, man, it's like the internet is super duper dope if you pay yeah. attention to people who are doing good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and the other uh, real important takeaway is this industry is small. Oh yeah, um, Yo. you know that—that that is the other part that is uh, super, super important. So, uh, people on the internet, be careful what you say, because people are listening. Talk shit, get hit. Yes. <laughs> Talk shit, never get into a press conference room again. <laughs> it's that kind of stuff that that rolls in that way. Sometimes, if you if you're good about your shit talk, then you can kind of get away with it. But if you kind of like are shady and salty if, all if the time, if you're good about your shit talk. This guy, <laughs> Grand Pooh Bear. Yes, sir. Fam. So I rolled up on you. We met at GDC like three or four years ago. Yeah, I don't even. I can't even remember how long it's been. It's now. been a long time. Yeah. We rolled up on GDC a while ago. Yeah, it was. It was a while ago, and I was. Uh, I mean, like I was nothing then. I was working a booth for Mike Micah, who yeah. is the guy who linked us up. You know. Yo, um, shout out to Mike Micah. Yeah. Shout Mike out Micah. to Mike Micah. Yeah. That, that guy's we like an unsung yeah, we, hero. Of yeah, exactly. Event. We cannot have a 250th episode and not talk about Mike Micah. In yeah. fact, we probably wouldn't have a 250th episode if it weren't for Mike Micah. So shout out to Mike. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's that. That was a while ago, man. That was a that was a fun trip, by the way. That was GDC was good. That actually. I dog forever. Yeah, that was good. That yeah. was fun. But yeah. So, a, lot, a lot has changed since then, I guess I would say. So, so Pooh is being super modest right now, <laughs> which is pissing me off. Because <laughs> I don't want him to be modest about his dope shit. So we met 
uh, rocking uh, at, at GDC. He was rocking the booth for IDAR, mm -hmm. uh, hanging out with Mike Micah, working with those folks at Other Ocean. And then, like, a year, and, so he was streaming at that point, too, right? So that was where I actually saw him, where he was doing a stream at Other Ocean. Um, and I was like, yeah, who is this cat? He's, like, super, super fun and, like, has this great way with the camera and, like, people seem to, like, love his work. Let me see if we can, like, chat with this cat. So I chatted with him. And then, like, a year or so later, so I'm hanging out in his chat. There's, like, 13 people on Twitch. Yeah. There's, like, 13 people. He's chilling, rocking some games. And then, magically, magically, Mario Maker drops. Mm -hmm. yeah, Mario I hit Maker the game lottery, is what, as they call it. I hit the game lottery. Mario Maker drops. Who becomes one of the dopest cats in that community? He starts to kill it. And now, let the folks know, I don't want you to do like, my numbers are, but like, let people know what kind of community you've grown in the past couple of years. Um, I mean, I've got over, I mean, between Twitch and YouTube, 260,000, I think, followers between the two. And, um, you know, I, I'm one of the top. <laughs> I mean, if we're just talking about numbers, I'm one of the, one of the top 500 streamers by concurrence and every, no, nah, I mean, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably known, the number I'm most proud of is I've gotten to raise a million dollars through wow. uh, overall for charity. Yeah. Things like Games Done Quick and, yeah. uh, and other things, you know, through the speedrunning community. And um, I got five world records. I mean, no big deal. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> five world records. <laughs> just five, you know. I know people with more. That's so. like something you put on like a Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you started to do like the memento movement and you start tattooing world records on your chest? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, was, I used to get them. For, I used to was getting tattoos for each run I was doing, but then like the runs were adding up, and I was. I, like, I'm out of I was like, I was like, well, I don't want to put just like shit on yeah. my arms, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I kind of want to dig into real fast. Um, I want to kind of talk to you both about both the communities that you've grown, and kind of the ways you're looking at uh, one building those communities, and two kind of doing content in a way that is different because we've we've seen the, the landscape change a lot in the past two to three years, like even when Small Point Blog was a thing, rest in peace, um, <laughs> you know, even long form written pieces are now moved into the space where it's like, no, if you're not streaming or if you're not doing video content specifically, no one's gonna come see your shit, unless you're Austin Walker. Matt, right. shout out to Austin Walker. All right, shout out to Austin Walker. So I wanna go bless But they stream and do video shit too though. I mean, but, yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is like, you know, Austin is known for his prolific writing and he's yeah. like known for that stuff, but like they were doing dope stuff at Waypoint especially. Yeah. Right. But Blessing, I wanna kinda of go over what you and the team have, have figured out in terms of any angle that you're trying to hit with the show that you're doing and with the content that you're doing that makes it different and makes it special. I think what makes us special is that we just do what we love. Like we don't, like we're not really, I mean we are getting paid a little bit, but like we're not, when we started, we weren't getting paid, right? Like, yeah. we, we're not, uh, we weren't doing it for the money necessarily. We weren't, like, beholden to any kind of higher power, right? Like, the difference between us and something like GameSpot or IGN, even though I love, I love GameSpot and IGN, right? But they are, they have to appeal to their audience in a way where they're like, okay, we gotta get the wikis, we gotta get the reviews, we gotta do all, all this stuff, right? And they have that formula that they have to stick to. OKBeast OK has great flexibility, uh, and so we're able to kind of just do what we want. Right, and so like, I, I think last year, Alex did an awesome video on Lawbreakers uh, that was sort of about like the movement and the mechanics and like the, how Lawbreakers came to be. Because that's something, that's a game that he was very pa uh, passionate about. Uh, and so like, he's just like, yo, I wanna make a video about Lawbreakers, made it, um, and people liked it, right? And I made a video about Sonic, uh, I think probably like a week or two after, about um, Sonic Mania and kind of like how Sonic is a game that's all about style, right? Uh, and whereas like, 
if we were like any other site, right? I probably had to shift that bandwidth to a sonic review or uh, any kind, any other kind of like headline grabbing topic, if that makes sense. And so, like the top five reasons you should play Sonic Mania, uh, I feel like that's what other sites would do, right? Whereas we we try to go for okay, what's something interesting we can say about something, or what's something that other people aren't talking about, or what's something that only we can really say. Uh, so that's what we do with your video. We do it through podcasts also by trying to think outside the box. And so a thing that we've been doing since the start of the site is we've been doing these podcast mini-series, uh, which are essentially like, we'll do like a five, or s five to six episode um, podcast series about a game, right? Like the first one we did was about Overwatch. It's called Overwatched, which is not the best name, <laughs> <laughs> but it's what we had at the time. And so like, I was like, yo, listen to this podcast, Overwatched. Uh, me, Alex, and Ian did it. Uh, six, six episodes long, and it's essentially like this bite-sized chunk where like anybody who's jumping into Overwatch, they can listen to that and be like, oh, cool, like, this is the Overwatch experience of these guys, right? We did another one, a uh, better name, called Breath of the Wildin'. Yeah. Uh, and that was a six, or I forget how many episodes it was, probably like five or six episode series on Breath of the Wild. Um, we went like, essentially, the way the game is split up, right, there's like four different areas of the game. Like you can, uh, we pretty much split it up by like, okay, one episode will be on the Zora area. The other episode will be on the uh, sand, I forget what it's called, the desert area. Uh, the other will be on like the lava mountain area. And like we'll be, we basically like, we'll do a series kind of analyzing, breaking down games episode by episode, kind of talking about our experiences with those. Um, and you realize that people really like that. People really like having, um, people, people really like bite-sized chunks, right. if that makes sense. People really like consuming things in short bursts. Uh, because people don't, people are very mindful of their time nowadays. People don't want to, want their time being wasted, and so we're like, okay, cool, let's do those short burst things, uh, get people involved, get people interested. Um, and so yeah, that's. I mean, those are a couple ways we try to think outside the box and make our own unique content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Pooh. Um, <laughs> Can I call that's you? What, no, that's what everyone calls me. That's like one of the weirdest things about this getting big now. Right. Is like. I just answered a poo, which is not something. It's <laughs> right. my, my homeboy, poo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, like anybody ever contacts me, they're like, right. "So, what should I call you?" Right. Right. Just, right. I, I can't front. It's easier. Right. I can't front because I, I know Dave is Dave. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, and I know I know poo is poo. Yeah. Right, but right. it's also like one of those things where I know poo is like totally like kind of a hood name if you wanted to roll with it. Well, funny, Actually, that's how I got my name is from Pooh Richardson back in the day. Yeah, this is what but yo, he me, me and my man's back. in pool. Yeah, man, handle you, son. He coming, man, to, he coming to handle you real fast. Um, so, so pool, like you've been on the scene for a while. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you, like you know, you're kind of an old head now. I've been, I've been streaming now for five years. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. Been a while. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm not, I'm not gonna take the time to talk about how right after. Um, he started, um, he appeared on uh, Spawn on Me for <laughs> the true. very first time. Uh, he, right after his appearance on the Spawn on Me podcast, he was partnered with Twitch. He was talking about. It's true. Actually, that is true. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. And ever since then, has been a meteoric rise right there. I, I'm, I'm, uh, you correlation? Know, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say there is any kind of correlation, but it's happened more than once. Um, <laughs> so, but, but. You know, Star makers, right, right, exactly. So you, you know, you're kind of an old head. Uh, it's kind of crazy now right, to think right. about it. it, it yeah, yeah, it's I only mean, five it years. It's, it's crazy, yeah. right, yeah. right. But like, how have you seen the the uh, 
not only the streaming uh, community change, but how have you seen the, the kind of, like, the streaming that you do change in, in, in the way that, you know, like, you know, the, yeah. the ADQ, uh, the Awesome Games Done Quick? Well, yeah, 100%. I mean, I think, um, I mean, streaming is, oh, man, it's very different because, A, it's a lot harder now. Right. That there's so many people doing it now. Yeah. And there's so many great people with, like, high production value or, like, uh, backgrounds and movies or directing or you know they know what they know what the hell they're doing with the camera whereas I don't you know what I mean there's so many people out there that just like have these beautiful awesome dope streams that just can't get on right it's so hard to get your name out there now um that so that's definitely like number one I would say is like the number one thing that's changed um but as far also like it's a lot more focused now into like micro communities. Um, it's not just like the Twitch community now. It's like you have your Fortnite community and your league community. Right. Your, you know what I mean? Broader term, the esports community. I'm in the speedrun community. Right. Micro that down. I'm in the Mario community. Micro that down even farther. I'm one of the five cats in the world that wants to play these really stupid hard Mario games and Mario levels and Mario right. hacks. Um, and it's kind of it's a lot easier to gain traction in these micro communities now, whereas I think in Twitch, like five, six, seven years ago, you could jump around games and really kind of follow yeah. a trend. Like now you kind of, at least to get started, to get to a certain point where you can be like, all right, maybe I could make some money off this. Right. You kind of got to establish yourself in a really small micro community and then expand out from there. Right. Or just get lucky and hit the game lottery, you know what I mean? Like the game lottery always works. But even now, I mean, even now, like, when you talk about, like, someone like Ninja who hit the game lottery, yeah. huge, like, it's obvious. He was still, like, he's been streaming since 2009. He was a Halo pro player. He right. was an H1Z1 pro player. Right. And then he hit the game yeah. lottery again, you know what I mean? He yeah. hit the game lottery multiple times, and that's when you see those, like, astronomical numbers, like, those insane right. things that happen. Yeah, so it's right. kind of, it is kind of crazy. Like, I, I would say now it's more dependent. I keep saying the game lottery, but now it is a lot very dependent on the, the game that you love also being the game that a lot of other people love to watch. Right. Not even, not only love to play, but love to watch. watch. Yes, yes, exactly. And that's, you know, it's, it's two different it's, things. It's, right, it, they're two different things. You know, you love to play one game and, and you love to watch. You love to consume something else. Um, I play games people don't like to play. Right. That's, right. that's right. kind of what I do. I play, like, games that are really extremely difficult. Right. Like, Dark Souls is too easy for my stream. Like that's that's the type of <laughs> stuff I do, and, and but that's and that's how I made my niche. You right. know what I mean? And, and I'm known for that now. Right. A hard game comes out, people will come to me. You know, it's great. That's uh, but I had to establish myself in that micro community first. Yeah, I've, I've watched Pooh for hours and hours die over <laughs> and over again. And the thing that I'm amazed at every time I see him do a really hard stream is that he's still excited after hour two <laughs> and after hour four. He makes some really good I fucked up faces when he dies. Those are fantastic. Clip all those and send those to me so I can put them out on Twitter. But he's like killing these games and doing stuff that I've never seen people do. And he's doing it with a smile on his face while being entertaining, while continuing to like have a goal in mind. That's like stuff that you don't see a lot of people be able to do. So yeah. like that part of the community that you've grown is like absolutely like amazing. Yeah, I, I think I've been lucky because I've really been able to kind of hone in on positivity yeah. in a lot of ways, yeah. which is not necessarily something that is known for on Twitch for better or worse. Which I don't, which I would disagree with. I just think it's not you know the top 
five guys. You know what I mean? We yeah. focus too much on the top five guys, but maybe those are the only five assholes out there and every asshole in the world watches them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you ever think about that? And the rest of those awesome people are just spread out through the hundreds and hundreds of other thousands of streamers. Yeah. That's my logic on it. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, so I heard everything that you said, mostly. Mm-hmm. All right? But... I'm mesmerized by your fucking all to be set. Oh, dude, um, that's awesome. yeah. that shit is fire, son. Well, yeah, that's that shit is fire. Shout out to your hat, son. <laughs> it has the energy. Shout out to your hat, it's son. It's got like a screenshot or, yeah, or yeah. box art down that there. That shit is. Oh good. my gosh. Yeah. I got. I think I got this one at. at uh, Oh, what was it? In Texas, I think, yeah. Yo, yo, yeah. run your hats. Son. I get a lot of, a lot of people send me hats now, so. I got like eight, 70 or 80 at home. My wife knows. She has to clean them up everywhere. I just like take it off right. and stream and talk. <laughs> Celebratory hat. Yeah, I ain't picked up a sock since 85. So, so, so Blessing, I want to I ask you real quick. Sir. So, I, I, I often say this when people ask me about Blessing's work, and I'm like, I think Blessing is one of the cats who is, and OK Beast is one of the outlets that is like the future of the game. Um, I'm old. <laughs> tell me how to be young again, blessing. Wait, tell you what? T- tell me how to be young again. Tell me, tell me all oh. the music that I need to listen to. Tell me about the shows. First of all, th- you gotta play watch. Fortnite. What's that? You gotta play Fortnite. Oh shit! Oh, uh, I, can't, I'm, I'm, I can't be young wait, again. Wait, good, like well, or just play? You just gotta play. You gotta play and you gotta live it. All right. Okay. So like, oh, oh, yeah. you gotta do the dances. You gotta do this thing. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, you gotta my, listen to Lil Yachty my, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't enjoy it either, but it's something what, you gotta what, do. What about, what about Lil Uzi Vert? Yeah. Lil Uzi Vert? I, I mean, I have, so the crazy thing is, because you're saying you're not young, right? Right. I do a podcast with a dude named Roger, who's like probably like three, four years younger than me. Yeah. But the things he says, I'm like, yo, what in the world? He says Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, is this generation's like I forgot what it was like Picasso or something like that? Like he holds Lil Uzi to such a high esteem, and I'm like, yo, what are they teaching you kids? Yo, yo son, 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 hold on, hold on. So I heard about this a cat named Lil Baby now. Lil Baby, you know you I you up on Lil, Lil Baby? baby? No, not at you all. ain't up on Lil Baby, no. son. I got you. I got you. Well, hold on. Here, here's the thing. I have a personal rule. If you have Lil in your name, I will never listen to your music. You ain't listen to Lil Bow Wow? You listen to Lil Bow Wow? Lil C's? Lil C's? Lil C's? Oh, shit. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. I got him. I got him. God damn it. Yeah. Well, but, if it, but if your name sounds like a venereal disease, I'm not listening <laughs> to your music. If it sounds like something I can catch right. and share with others, right. I'm not going to listen to your music. So you're not into Lil Pump then? Lil who? Lil Pump. Little no, pump. what, no, is, little what pump. is this? Nah, sir. This sounds wrong. Nah. It's a, it sounds like a Fortnite dance. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. It, 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 it sounds like a gun that you get in Fortnite. No pump, no pump. No, this is a PG-13 stream. <laughs> no, it's not, a 13 plus. You That's not, a different. Please don't air hump on the, on the stage. Oh, um, I, I kind of want to dig into you really quickly. Um, I want to go down the line and talk about the show, because we're at PAX, right? Oh, yeah. PAX 2018. Um, what has been uh, something that you've got a chance to see 
play or that you're excited to see or play at the show? I'll start off with you, C. No, no. Start oh, the dude, I've only, yeah, yeah, I literally, I got here like a half hour before this panel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I, I, I do have a lot of stuff planned, though. Um, I got a, I'm doing a Twitch meet and greet tomorrow. Um, I'm going to the Red Bull event tonight. Nice. Um, to check out that. They're doing like a Game Beast tournament. I'm going to try and slide in. Um, and uh, I'm commenting the Fortnite, y'all are hating on it, but Fortnite Summer Skirmish round A tomorrow. Nice. I'll be doing commentary for that live. So if y'all want to wake up early and come watch that, if you're not too hungover, you know. Um, I, I already see you with your bourbon, so I'm not going to count on you, Cicero. But, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but then uh, the thing I'm most excited about, and this is the only thing, um, what's really cool about being a, a quote-unquote big Twitch streamer is you get emails to play, like, every single game here. Yeah. They, they're, they've been emailing me for months and just, like, blah, blah, blah. But I emailed one guy to play his game, and that's Splunky 2 by mm. Derek Yu. Yes, that's the only thing I have planned to do. It's the only thing I, I planned out. I'm going to play that tomorrow at 4.30, and nice. my hype level's high. That's nice. awesome. Nice. I've yeah. heard good things. Yeah. And yeah. he's going to be there. Like, he's going to be there, which I, I get to meet him, too. He's, like, one of my favorite developers. So. Right. I might, I might yeah, need yeah, that email. Because so, <laughs> uh, that's going to be good. Uh, yeah, uh, bef before Blessing starts, I'm going to say that uh, the captain, great captain, Khalif Adams, is uh, usually correct about most things. We, you know, we argue about a lot of things, but he's, he's usually correct about most things. He proved prophetic about OK Beast being the future of this industry because Blessing has a fucking list oh, that he pulled up when this question was asked. I have games on games that I've this played. This son of a bitch. <laughs> I take notes. Yeah. <laughs> I applaud you, son. I applaud you, son. That man did his yeah. homework. You take notes in 2018. He comes, he comes prepared to class. You always have pens. Yep. <laughs> you had to trap a keeper with the five sexes in there, with the little, with the little notes in the um. In the just outed how old is that, he is. That is that a name of a rapper? Yo, little notes. Uh, you, 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 yeah, little notes. That's, yeah. Your, that's your name now, little notes. I like it. <laughs> little notes. Little notes. So I played a lot of games. Like a lot of, I played way more games than I thought I would have by this point. Um, and I don't know, I, I can just start naming them. And you can tell me which one you want, want me to talk about. Do it. Like, hey, let's hey. see. All right. Uh, I started off with Smash Ultimate, which is awesome. Yep. Okay. Uh, Spider Man, Dreams, uh, Tetris Effect. Jump Force. Uh, tell me about Jump Force. Jump, For Jump Force is awesome. Yeah. Jump, Jump Force, Force is, dope. is So <laughs> the thing is, like, going into Jump Force, I was like, okay, I don't know. Like, this could be another like J Stars Victory Versus, and like I don't like I wasn't really in, into that game, and like a lot of like anime fighting games I'm not necessarily into uh, because I already played the best one of all time, which is Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi Three, mm. uh, and so like I'm like yo, they're not gonna make another D Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi Three, and so why even bother? Uh, play Jump Force, and I was like yo, this, this isn't Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi Three, but <laughs> do you say that? Okay. Yeah, it's a fun thing to say, Budokai Tenkaichi Three, but. It's pretty good. It was really fun. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, pretty it had like good speed, good style. Like there, there are a few things about it where I'm like, okay, the these these characters don't have face face animations, and it might just be like an early build, but like, <laughs> like Goku was talking and like his mouth was just like going like this, and I'm like, all right, well that's the thing. But the gameplay really fun, pretty fast. Uh, in comparison to like right before I played it, I played My Hero One's Justice. Uh, which was extra slow and very floaty, and I wasn't really feeling that. Um, yeah, that, like, it's weird because both of them are published by Bandai Namco, and I would figure they have like 
their stuff on lock, but they are de developed by different teams, so they have different aims. But uh, Jump Force, really fun. Very much recommend it. Cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can keep going if you want. Give me, give hey. me, two, give me two more. Soul Calibur Six. I played. Uh, the Messenger, Blackout Club, I didn't play, but I, th I had an appointment with. Uh, Greece, uh, my, friend or my friend Pedro. Yeah, it's my friend super Pedro. Super good. So good. Super good. That so game is going to be on Twitch hard when it drops. Yeah. It's, it's one of those games, like, it, it, it plays as fun as it looks. Yep. Yeah. And if you've seen the trailer, then you, you know. Like, the trailer itself, like the gameplay tra trailer of my friend Pedro, if you're unfamiliar, it's essentially yeah. this 2D uh, side-scroller shooter that is very much like it has people yeah. uh, doing flips, jumping off walls. It's very acrobatic and like it's a, a twin stick uh, shooter. And so like you use the right analog stick to aim your gun. Right. And you can hold like L, I think it's L2 or whatever. Right. You can like aim your guns different directions. And so you're doing like imagine doing slow mo front flips while like aiming two directions, shooting two people at the same right. time and landing it. It is awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and it's like it's essentially like. I don't, know, I don't know how to put it. I feel like it, it, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. It knows how ridiculous it is, and it plays into that very heavily. Um, it's very, there's a lot happening, um, but you feel in control, which I, think is, which I think is the important thing. Yeah, it's like uh, if you play Shadow Complex and you were like, give yeah. me more. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, that's... that's and what was that game with, uh, with, the, with, the, with the doves back in the day that you played in slow motion? Oh. Stranglehold. Stranglehold, Stranglehold was yeah. so Stranglehold. fire. It was right. just like shooting and doves. I thought you were going to say Rolling Thunder, but no. Yeah. I was going to so, say Shadow of okay. the Colossus, right. but I was like, that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last game I played was uh, <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry. I heard, I heard that that was the thing. I was yeah. talking to Christine Steimer from What's Good Games earlier I, so today. So as I was walking into the demo room, they were walking out. Okay. Yeah. I was like, this is, a, this is still a thing? I guess that's what I, so I made that appointment because I saw I saw the email and I was like, yo, this is the only appointment I'm really looking forward to because I want to know how in the world right. you make this game. Morbid in curiosity. Yeah, it was super morbid curiosity. And I was like, yo, I really want to because I, I think at the time they didn't release or they didn't have gameplay. They didn't have gameplay out until Gamescom. Um, but this this demo was my first time seeing the game. I'd seen the trailer. And like when I was a kid, I remember playing. Uh, with how, what, what is this panel rated? <laughs> oh, it's 13. Oh, you can say, 13 yeah, you can say, say what you, you want. Can say whatever you want, man. So, like, I, I remember as a kid, uh, I went to a friend's house, and for some reason, he had this game. He, we were, like, eight <laughs> years old. <laughs> Yo, everyone had a friend with and Leisure Suit Larry. He had a, he had, uh, a game called Leisure, Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Loud. Yep. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yep. And yes. In Spell that game, the way that you think. Yes. There is a minigame in that. The only thing I remember is a minigame where you play as a sperm and you're like dodging obstacles. <laughs> and so <laughs> from that knowledge alone, I was like, all right, I got to book this. I got to know what this is. <laughs> um, played it. It's, it's, so it's an adventure game, point and click adventure game, uh, a throwback to the first Leisure Suit Larry games. Right. Um, surprisingly, not as like. Lewd. Yeah, like it was, I mean, it, it had a lot of inappropriate jokes and it had like, uh, there's like a part where Larry walks, walks into a sex shop and like there's like references upon references of like there's, Walt, there's a dildo dressed as Waldo. There's a, there, there's a day of the, day of the tentacle dildo. You're really <laughs> selling it. me on this game, honestly. Like. Honestly, by the, by the end of it, I was like, I can see myself maybe playing this game. Like it's not, I don't think it's going to be like, Great, or maybe I don't even think it's gonna be that good, but I can right. see myself like playing it and be like appreciating some of the things that because like the whole the whole conceit of the game is it's Larry, who's a character from the '80s. He's 
been uh, transported into the future, into 2018. It's perfect. And, perfect. like, the character of Larry is, like, this lewd, like, perverted kind of, like, idiot. Um, and so it's, like, him trying to, like, grapple with what it means to be Larry in 2018. <laughs> right. And it's, like, like the, the, the developer said, I was, like, he was, like, yeah, I'm not really trying to make this game, like, political at all. And I was, like, bro, <laughs> it's too late, man. I want to know the geopolitics of Larry Suit Larry. Yeah. Oh, my God. Leisure well, Suit Larry. La yeah. Larry. I feel like Leisure Suit Larry is one of those things that you, when you were, like, really young and you stayed up too late and, and, and uh, Cinemax was still on. Yeah. Yeah. And right. you were like, oh, it's past 11 o'clock. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be watching this, yeah. but my but parents I'm going are sleeping. To, right. It's like when you're a kid, you, you discover mean, Adult Swim for the first time. Well, I mean, seriously, like, when was the last time you heard anyone unironically talk about a leisure suit? So, yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah they, I mean, so that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. And so I don't, that, that's a game that, I would, that I'm going to look out for. I wouldn't recommend looking out right. for it, but I myself, I'm going to look out for it and see right. what happens. Right on. I think they're, they're, they said they're. Um, they're, they're going to put out previews soon, and so like I'm interested to see what comes next from that. Cause I'm just waiting for the polygon Is it going to be episodic? Score. Or no. is it going to be uh, a it's full, full, game? full release. I think they're oh, aiming okay. for November. And so. I wonder how many oh. companies have owned that IP over That's the, what I was you know, wondering. Because like, that, this had to bounce around. Someone had to be like looking through different well, old well, IPs I mean, and be like, oh, we can sue Larry's free. It was a Sierra game, so and Sierra's yeah. kind of, they've kind of come back because like, the, the, guys, the guys who make King's Quest made, a, made a, an episodic version of King's Quest, so... I, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, so like the, that IP has been passed around like Leisure Suit Larry <laughs> likes it to be. They said that this weekend, because uh, the, the, the original creator of Leisure Suit Larry from the 80s or whatever, like he is out of games. He doesn't play games. He doesn't right. make games anymore. He's, he's got syphilis. Yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but no, he's, he's like all the way out of it. Uh, now and so they were like, oh yeah, we we took him because he lives in uh, in uh, in the area in the Pacific Northwest somewhere. I don't know. But like he, they said um, they took him to dinner uh, this past week, and they were like showing him parts of the game, and they were like, it, it was it was a very interesting. They had a lot to say. I was shocked about how much they had to say about like their journey of like, oh yeah, we, we showed it to him, and we were nervous, but he ended up like liking were they young? it. Were they, the, the devs? So the, the main dev, I don't, I didn't ask him his age, but he he looked my age. Wow. Yeah, wow. I was like, dude, wow. I was like, you look younger than me. Um, but yeah, apparently um, the biggest takeaway. But, from but that, black don't crack. You're like 47. So <laughs> let's, I mean, let's keep it real. Yeah, people don't know. I'm actually 73. Right. <laughs> yeah, my grandkids got grandkids. My my one wish for the whole Leisure Suit Larry thing is that there that there's a game jam, and AAA Studios take on that IP. Oh, <laughs> like I want to see a bungee version of Le Leisure Suit right, Larry. Yeah. Same. Or, or I want to see like uh, Activision, uh, Activision, Call of Duty Five, <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry, and some weird, terrible. Rockstar. Awful Rockstar gets Leisure no, because they have that already. Those are called mini games. That's yeah. like like. <laughs> well, like when Midway did the Dave Mira Triple X thing. Dave, like oh, that yes, was like. Yes, yeah, that, that was yes, wild, man. Yes. And me, Dave Mira hated Leisure it. Leisure Suit like, Larry, like a nice, rock like, band Christian style. Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. See, what what are some of the games that you wanted to see? Or got a chance to play. Um, so I haven't gotten a chance to play any games. Uh, like uh, Danielle Rindo said in this room right here a couple of hours ago, I am line averse. Um, so I, I've I've consumed lots of games via the eye. Um, so um, <laughs> so 
kind of so, Harry Houdini shit was that? Hey, hey, you Come to me, us. let's all look into the future. <laughs> <laughs> my um, mind's eye. That was almost yeah. like a hotep version. Right, of yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Whoa, Houdini. You know, my third eye be watching them games, son. <laughs> Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> I like them games. Illuminati games. They out here, yo. Jay-Z um, just walks in. <laughs> so, so. Just um, bean pies and onks just right, stacked right. up on each other. <laughs> So I, I saw, uh, was it uh, Goose? Yep. Untitled Goose, the game. Super like good. I saw a, a crowd of people on the sixth floor watching this game, and I was mystified by the crowd and just their level of enjoyment. And it, you know, it's it's crazy. Um, man, all right. Um, forgive me, y'all, while I get a little ph- philosophical. Oh shit! Um, I'm scared. So it's crazy sometimes when you go to um, these conventions like a PAX or an E3 or, or even a GDC, um, but especially ones where you can get uh, some quote-unquote regular folks um, to, to sit and watch games. There are games that, that play well in crowds, that play well in groups of people where there are people cheering you on and giving you uh, advice about things to do. And then when you take those games, you have great experiences in, in, that, in that setting. Um, and then you take that game home and you're like, oh, you know, I'm not as enamored with this game as I was in that moment uh, when, when I was playing it at that time in this place, in this setting. Um, and, and Untitled Goose the Game really felt like one of those games because it was, I imagine, as much fun to watch and experience as it was to play and maybe even more fun to watch and experience mm. as it was to play um, because it just, it just was wild. Like, it, you know, so it's, it's from the same guys who made uh, Goat, Goat Simulator. Um, so it has that humor, but it doesn't have those physics. So it's not a fundamentally broken game, and that's the game, right? Like, oh, hey, you know, it's Go Simulator. You know, we fucking broke it. Here you go. Um, <laughs> give us 20 bucks. Um, but, like, so Untitled Goose, the game, is like they played it straight, but then, like, you're playing as a goose, and this, and, like, the farmer is running after you and you've got this crowd of people going, oh, oh, you know, and like that part is exhilarating and it makes you, I'm assuming as the player, really makes you excited to play. Now, who knows if on Twitch or um, some non-Twitch-like streaming services that I won't mention here because Dave is here. Oh, I don't give uh, a shit. Right. <laughs> YouTube, Mixer, all of them, I don't give a shit. Right, or, or on Mixer where <laughs> uh, they have a quick refresh time so you get uh, full reactions from a lot of people. Um, so uh, who, who, you know, like who knows if those games will read as well to the player um, as, as it does in a convention hall or in a place that plays, uh, you know, where you can have um, adult beverages and they also play video games there, uh, like the Dearly Departed uh, 42 Lounge in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Shout out to 42 uh, shout Lounge. Out, shout out to 42 Lounge. Um, but, 
I don't know if that game is going to play really well in in your home, but in the convention hall, if you guys get a chance to go up to the sixth floor and play Untitled Goose the game, or at least experience it, you'll know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about um, because it is it is definitely a game worth experiencing. Um, there are a couple of other games that I saw. So I spent a lot of time on the sixth floor. Um, again, like I told you guys, I, uh, I've been in Seattle, in the state of Washington, now for like, I don't know, less than 24 hours. And, and I just came to Seattle itself at like 930 so, um, so I like I've just really just been kind of trying to get my bearings around the show floor and uh, run into old friends, new friends, and and see a bunch of games. Um, but uh, I haven't seen a lot of stuff. I've I saw some games that that uh, uh, shameless plug time that I saw when I hosted the mix event at E3. Um, that and like uh, Neo Cab and uh, so there, you know, there were some really cool games that were out there. There's some really cool arcade games, um, but one, you know, the the thing because this is my first PAX event period. Um, there was something that you said in another shameless plug uh, a couple of episodes ago um, with uh, the head of the Indie Mega Mega Booth, which I'm wearing Kelly the hat Wallach. on, Kelly Shut up. Kelly Wallach. Um, where you talked about PAX being the the place for it, basically like the E3 for indies, and I really got an understanding of what that meant. Um, you know, at E3 uh, there are indies. There there's a considerable amount of of real estate given to indie indie developers, um, but but they're often corners, and and they're not given a lot of love um, here. At PAX, I love it because the main, the big publishers, now Nintendo's got a big booth, but Sony and Microsoft occupy a space the same size as the Nintendo booth for both of them. And like the Indie Mega booth is probably the largest piece of real estate in, in all of PAX. So like, I love the fact that, and, and in fact, the games that I've talked about weren't in the indie mega booth. So like, um, I love the fact that indie developers have a home here um, and that uh, the, the fans, the real people, the real gamers get a chance to actually see and play those games and talk to the developers and understand the passion that goes into um, these, these works of art um, these these pieces of themselves that they give to gamers. So um, you know, I really appreciate what PAX does. Dope, dope, dope. Um, if you wanted to ask a question for Q and A, we didn't really have it planned. But if you wanted to, there's a microphone in the middle of the aisle. So if you want to, just queue up and ask a question for anybody in the, on the, on the panel while we continue to do the last sections of the show. Um, please do that now. Um, really quick. I, a thing that we didn't get to talk about really fast because um, we were kind of running, running through it is Pooh is now in the podcasting game. Oh, I don't want to plug that. I'm plugging yeah. the shit out of that. Oh, yeah, I got it. I mean, I, we, have, I have a, we have actually have a whole company called Warp World Podcast. We've got a lot of cool things. I mean, we have the Warp World, but we have a Warp World Podcast. We yep. do that thing. 
Uh, we release an episode every Monday. On Thursdays, we have Warpoint Historians, where we like dive deep into the history of a game, um, which is really cool. Warpoint Podcast is like all the breaking news, hot takes, shit. I, I bring it up because you, you guys are doing really well. Well, I mean, you know, we've been lucky to like parlay the, the, the Twitch audience in there pretty well, so we've, we've been pretty lucky on that. Um, it, one, one thing I've learned, it's kind of, it's kind of weird how this, like, this industry or like, this whole streaming thing, it's, uh, as you get bigger, everything yeah. gets easier. Yeah. It really does. It's, it, the, hard, the hardest parts are starting out and grinding for those first two, three, four years because it is going to take a long time just to get like even like a little dent of an yeah. audience, you know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, but once you do, it, it, it just gets easier and easier. You get to open more doors. And, and like you said, the industry is very small. So once you're in it for uh, three or four years, you know everyone or you know someone who knows everyone. Yep. You know what I mean? That has changed a lot for yeah. us, too. Like, I really want to meet Greg Miller, and I know y'all know him. So <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can make that happen. Yeah, I know y'all Re- know him. Really quick, I want to go, go down the line between Pooh and, and Blessing really quick. If you could give folks in the audience or folks at home one tip of, or, or, or one takeaway that you've learned in the past couple of years, growing your community and growing your, growing your fan bases, what would be that one thing that you want to share with folks out in the world? Uh, I'll let Blessing go first. Man. Man, I don't know. I guess... The thing I would say is interact as much as you can and like kind of try your hardest to remember remember people. Like it's, I I feel like OKB is right. We're like we're slowly growing, growing, uh, and we're still like very small um, in the in the grand scheme of things. But like um, it is it has gotten to the point where like I meet somebody and like they know who I am, but I don't know who they are. Yeah. And it feels super weird. Um. But I like I always want to try my best to like remember people and know and know people uh, each person. Uh, that is at least like interacting with us on a regular basis uh, and build those relationships because like I feel like that is almost like that is I mean that is pretty much the most valuable thing I feel like is building those relationships with people um, because that's one of the biggest reasons why people will connect with you is because they feel like they can relate to you and they feel like they can actually like uh, connect connect with you and so that's what I would say. I mean my my biggest advice is just you got to grind um, you got to be on it uh, even when you don't feel like it um, because they're this. Because everybody wants to do this right now. It's such a, a, it's new, it's B, it's hot, and C, it's fun. Mm. Um, it's, everyone wants to do this or get in this space. Um, and that goes from like, a, you know, some other guy next door who might just be just as talented or more than you, uh, all the way up to the giant corporations. You know, you see Washington Post is on Twitch now. You see, yeah. you know, see everybody, everybody has Twitch streams now. Um, so everybody is coming for that time or that content. And, and you gotta grind, you know what I mean? You gotta work hard and always, like always. Yeah. Always gotta be working hard and always be on it and always keep, constantly be involving. And you said something that'll be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that too, you, like, especially in this space, I feel like you're selling yourself. It's you more than anything. And you yeah. gotta be true to yourself. You can't, if you, you, the only way you can play an act is if you, you gotta really play that act all the time yeah. to the point where you're living that act. In wrestling, they call it, you know, you, like, get sucked into kayfabe. Like, Ric Flair is an example. Like, he yeah. lives his act, you know what I mean? But that's why he works. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you either got to be you or you got to be an act, but you got to be it all the time. So yeah. it's easier to be you. To be back real, real quick, even, like, because he said the grind thing, which is super important. I would even say, like, to even take it further, like, be consistent. Um, because, yeah. like, legit, you can, you, you can over, overextend yourself and you can end up, like, burning out real quick uh, if you're not managing how much you can do, right? But, like, if you're like, yo, I'm committing to doing a weekly podcast, right? Hit that weekly podcast. It, put it up on the day that, you're, that you say you're going to put it up. If it's a Tuesday, if, it, if, this, if this podcast goes up on Tuesdays, hit Tuesday every week. 
um, because it's very easy for people to fall uh, to fall off, especially yes. if you're like nobody's listening to what I'm doing, nobody's hearing this. Like right. legit, nobody's listened to the first 106 episodes of Wilkie podcast, right? But the 107th episode, some people listen to, and so like it makes it worth it. Um, and it wouldn't you wouldn't have those few people listening if you didn't make those first 106 episodes consistently. Uh, so yeah, I would say consistency also. Word, word. We have some questions. From All right, the, before, oh. before we have before we have some questions, I, I have a couple of shout outs. Because I, you know, I derail all sorts of crazy shit, right? Right. So um, I want to say uh, shout out to Seattle Street Hustlers because they got me, son. They got me. They got me. I got a bag full of CDs, yep. yo. I got this. I got this. Uh, this this uh, Mooney chain. This bracelet. I like it though. It's it's hot, but it cost me twenty dollars. The shit costs. It costs They're like grinding. two dollars, yo. They're it cost me. It costs like two dollars. They got me, son. I, I like yo. They they got me. They got me. Yeah. So um so so shout out to them. But also um shout out to the. Uh, sign languages that yeah. are that are doing work here. The ASL people work. Um, yo, shout out, shout out to them because that's really dope. So not only did I ever think, did I never think that we would actually be doing a live show? Like I hoped that we'd be doing a live show, but like I never thought we'd be doing a live show. But like, yo, I've got someone signing all the wild shit that I say. That shit is bananas right now. That's bananas. That's bananas. So, all right. On the questions, unless it's about Chicago pizza. Let's go. I mean, Chicago Keats, my bad. Chicago pizza. It's Chicago pizza. Mm. Uh, so, first off, thank you. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Let's go. Yes. All Way better than New York. After this. Anyway. Ooh, uh, off the stage, sir. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for 250 <laughs> awesome episodes. Congratulations. Thank this you very much. Awesome to see you up here. My love to you, man. All right, so uh, I know we've got some, some professional speedrunners up here. Everybody here plays games, but if you have one game that you have to desert island, a game that you have to take with you, and you're like, yep, this is the game that I do for the rest of whatever, what is that game? You each have a minute and a half. Go. Uh, Mario 3, if there's no internet, EverQuest 1, the original EverQuest, if there is internet. <laughs> oh, pleasant. I'm going to give a similar answer. Uh, Breath of the Wild, if there is an internet, uh, and if there is internet, GTA Online. Okay. Right. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Blessing, GTA Online, if there is internet, um, GTA 5, if there's no internet. How about that? <laughs> uh, my two are Dead Cells. Oh. Dead Cells is like crack right now. It is. I'm, I'm like trying to find. I have it on three different platforms. It's stupid. Um, Dead Cells and also Running Gun from Konami way back in the day. Old school basketball joint. I will take that every day of the week. Running Gun, man. That was like the first one that you could do alley oops in. You know? Yeah. And it was funny because the cheerleaders, it, had the, it was weird because it was like the weird racial dynamics of that cheerleading screen. Because it was like this one black dude who was like, yeah. <laughs> and it was like four white women who were like, <laughs> they knew what's just, up. He looked extremely happy to be there. He yeah, was they like, knew what, and I was they like, knew what is was this up. what Japan thinks of racial right. dynamics in video games? Yes, it is. They yeah. went into the back and made Blake Griffin, so. You know, it was, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank no you. Doubt. Thank you, fam. Yo, uh, uh, everybody uh, go check out Less Intelligame. Yes, Intelligame is, is super dope. Shout out to those guys. They continue to do fantastic work. 
Yes, ma'am. Hello. Hello, hello. So as entrepreneurs, I know you've all had an amazing amount of success. Congratulations Thank on you. being here. Thanks for having us here. But when you do see those failures, how do you keep going when you have a setback? Mm. Who wants to go first? Uh, we'll, we'll go down the line. Pooh, start off. You know, success doesn't feel good without failures. Um, honestly, my whole stream is kind of built on me failing. Where's, where's a mic where yeah, we can all try? The time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it is. And um, without, the, without the failures or the hard work, success just doesn't feel that good. And when it's just given to you, you don't appreciate it. Um, so, I mean, that's just, I don't know, that's just part of the work. I think that carrot at the end is always, you know, it's always there. And there's always a new carrot. So, um, I don't know, it's pretty easy to stay motivated when you look at it that way, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Blessing? Uh, this is going to sound dumb, but what was the name of the dude who discovered the light bulb? The what? The uh, Edison. 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 Yeah, I think Thomas Edison, I think it's the Thomas Edison quote where he was, it took like, well, the black man behind Thomas Edison, but nobody <laughs> knows about him. Louis Lattimore. But I'm pretty sure he has a quote that's like, um, somebody asked him, like, when you were creating the light bulb, right, how, how did you get to the 101st attempt when you failed the first 100 times or whatever? And he was like, I didn't fail 100 times, the light bulb just took 100, 100 steps to make, right? And like, I know there's another quote that I like this, and I think it was my uh, pastor from back home. Uh, he would say, in your mess, there's a message, and in every test, there's a testimony. Whereas like failure is the thing that's gonna get you to that next step, is the thing that's gonna push you forward, and you have to fail in order to succeed. Um, so like, the, uh, whenever I fail, right, I do get that, uh, I do feel discouraged, and it is a thing where I'm like, okay, well this sucks, how am I gonna fix this, right? But th this month for me, uh, uh, well, month is August. August for me is an example. Well, now it's September, but last month for me, <laughs> August for me was like a very tough month, just because there was just a lot of things going on, uh, sisters getting married, moving, uh, yeah, promotion. Like those are all good things, right? Uh, but like it was, there was just a lot of stress because it was just balancing all these things, right? And I went into August being like, okay, this month's gonna be a lot. Um, and I'm at the end of it being like, yo, I'm glad that I went through that month because now I'm here and I'm at PAX and I'm, I get to enjoy life now. Uh, and so yeah, failure. It's a, I feel like for me, it's a thing that I'm like, okay, I gotta go through it in order to get through the good part. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, try to make this quick. Yeah. So. Um, it's believing in yourself. Um, you, you went out, you, you had an idea, you believed that that idea would work. Um, sometimes, you know, it doesn't always work the way that you want it to work, but always believe in yourself. And, you know, in, 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 in the scheme of Spawn on Me, believe in your team. Um, you know, I believe in this man, we go at it. We go at it. And, and but, you know, at the end of the day, I believe in him, I love him. Um, even though this is the fifth time we've been able to touch each other, I, I know that, I know that, exactly, shut up. Um, I know that, that he has my best interests, Ricardo's best interests, and Spawn on Me's best interests at heart when it's time to do things. So believe in yourself and believe in your team. Yeah, I'll double down on believing in your team. It's been uh, an amazing ride from you know, episode zero to 250, uh, having C in my corner, having Reef in my corner, having Tanya in the corner, uh, to be able to be like, yo, when I'm feeling like we didn't do a good show, like when we did the Dave Fenoy joint and I recorded it through my, the microphone on my laptop as well as my actual mic and was pissed, they held me down and was like, yo, we have more shows to do, it's okay. Right. Um, that, and I have an amazing support team, amazing support system, my wife right. is amazingly fantastic. Woo. She holds me down all the time. And it's like, yo, 
I'm like, yo, I suck. She's like, just a little bit. And I'm like, that's okay. I appreciate you. And I love you for that. Thank you so much. Damn, I should have said my wife. Now I look bad. Kai <laughs> does that shit, yo. He does that. I just, I, I'm, I'm smooth like that. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. We, have a, we have time for a couple more questions yeah, real yeah. quick. Keep going. Keep going. All right, cool. Hey, guys. Awesome panel so far, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so sorry to Pooh Bear and Blessing, but this is more of a question for Khalif and yeah. Cicero. So I collaborate with Blessing all the time, and I wanted to ask what's the secret to a good collaborative like partnership and relationship long term? Because like last week, I was like this close to killing Blessing. Yeah. So I'm just really wondering what's the secret. Every week. That's our relationship. It's every day. Right. <laughs> Oh, 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 may I, may I answer this? Yeah. May I answer this? You got, you got a minute I mean, and a half. All right, so, so uh, peek behind the curtain. I'm always late. I'm always late. Me and you are the same. Right. I'm always late. Um, I'm always kind of like, eh, you know, whatever, son. Um, but then there are times when I'm not. Like, I'm like, yo, let's, you know, I'm like, I'm the rah-rah dude. But at the same time, sometimes I, I come back and I'm just like, yo, you know what? We need to pump the brakes. But it's, again, it goes back to believing in your team. Hmm. Believing in what it is that you did and not taking the personal shit personally. Hmm. Um, so there are times when you, you come to creative differences between each other, but understanding that even though you have creative differences and those creative differences will, will piss you off, you still come back and you say, you know what? We're here together. And even if I'm mad at you, it doesn't matter because if somebody comes and steps to you, I'm gonna fight with you. Yeah. And it's always, it's really, it's about being family. And yeah. this is my family right here. And it helps a lot. Absolutely, I love, I love you like, you know, like, like I owe you money. Um, <laughs> but, but it's one of those things really quick, is like uh, uh, knowing that the ideas that you have in your head and the people that you have in your squad believe in you and being able to say, yo, we're gonna go really hard for the next month. Right. If we can do that shit, we'll be better off than where we right. were last month. Right. And saying, yo, we have an idea, we have, a, we have a, a crew that wants to do that work, and if you get to do that work, then you get to reap the benefits of that dopeness. And then you can kind of push forward and be like, yo, I told you. Right. You'd be like, yeah, remember you was getting on my nerves and talking all that shit and didn't show up, or you were tired or whatever? I told you. Right. Look at where we at, I told you. And it's fine. Like I told you, in those love languages, it's, it's totally fine. It's totally good. Last question, come Last on. Last question. First of all, I just wanted to say thank you to Spawn Me Podcast for giving a platform for discourse, uh, both comedic discourse and inclusive discourse in 2018, where we need to talk with each other more than ever. And you know, I look in this room and I see people of different colors, different you know sexes, genders, ethnicities, whatever, and. Shout out to Spawn and Me for bringing it together. Like, y'all have inspired me on a personal level and a professional level. So I just wanted to say that first Thank off. You, I love Thank you, fam. Thank you. You already now, know, now man. I gotta figure out how to get you to go curling with me and then we'll be good. Uh, first of all, ain't no way I'm sweeping no goddamn ice because that don't make any sense. All right. Don't need to do that. Did that for 200 years, not doing that. Oh, all right. Shit. All right. Thank you. Anyway, my question is if you had one ultimate collaboration with anyone in the industry, who would you go with? Ooh, real quick, we're down the line. Down the line, go ahead, one word. Miyamoto. Woo! <laughs> you only get one. Daniel Dwyer. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, wow. Oh, holy shit. Um, uh, uh, 
You are Bush now. Ooh, think about old school. Yeah. Me, I want to take Jeff Keeley's spot. <laughs> I want. He's got a cushy job, man. I want. I want to take Jeff Keeley's spot and do a really dope version of the Game Awards, and not some like, "Hey everyone, I'm really plastic." <laughs> I love that cat, but like, yo, we gotta figure out a better way to do that. At least somebody who can dance with some rhythm. Because Jeff ain't it. I love that cat, but he ain't it. Thank you, everyone, so much. We love Coming you, Chicago. We love you. Chicago, thank, thank you, you so much. Okay, be cool. Thank you for coming through. So much. Really quick, I know we're about to get up out of here. Last quick plug all your shit really fast. Yo, um, actually, I want to plug my charity event coming up right after TwitchCon, October 29th through November 1st. It's called Mario Masters Coliseum. I got 25 of the best Mario players from all over the world, five countries representing. Yeah. We're packing them all in a house and playing all sorts of Mario games, both fast and for fun. Um, it's going to be dope. Raising money for Direct Relief, um, which is an amazing number one rated charity on Charity Navigator last year. So check that out. October 29th, uh, twitch.tv slash Grant Puig. Blessing go. Yeah. yeah, I don't have a charity event, but my Venmo is at Unplanned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can find uh, OKB stuff on OKBeast.com, YouTube.com slash OKBeast. You can follow us on Twitter at OKBeastNow. Everybody, we have a dope event coming up. Small for good. Number five is happening. September 23rd to 22nd. Uh, we're going to be uh, doing stuff for vote riders. We're looking for folks to stream with us. We're looking for folks to share stuff out. We want women. We want LGBTQ, LGBTQ cats. We want gender binary. Cats. We want all of y'all to rep with us real hard because there are no streaming events that are repping for y'all. Right. So we want to make sure that y'all come through and rock with us for that. Thank you, everybody. Make some noise. Word. Word. Peace out. Yo, exactly. The cargo says, Peace.